0: What's going on, guys? And I have an important announcement. As you guys have seen on Facebook, the Warcry Podcast now has a merch store through Redbubble. What you'll do is you'll hit that link below, select a logo that you like. You know, we got a wolf logo, we got the, we got that Bigfoot scratch or the Dogman scratch logo. Uh, once you select a logo, you'll go down, hit your styles. If you want a T-shirt, if you want a, you know, a sweatshirt, or if you want a, you know, different things, or a sticker, or whatever. You'll select the color of that, and then your size, and then you hit that checkout button. And hitting that checkout button and getting that t-shirt supports the podcast. And I appreciate everyone that listens, and uh, you know it's, it's amazing. And I do truly appreciate it. But with that said, let's get to the episode. So run me my music. It's very, very dangerous. If you spidey sense, you know, I was like, oh, something's off. i waiting to hear something, you know. What's going on, guys, and welcome to another edition of the War Cry Podcast. I am your humble and gracious host, Yahola Tiger. We're back again with another This Is Creepy, and this is the fifth edition of this series. Now, as you guys, you know, I've done a lot of I guess you could say editing. And a lot of, uh, I don't know, a lot of music things like that. I've added spooky sound effects, but on this one, we're just gonna kind kind of kick it. Um, I got some stories for y'all, you know, that are that I would say pretty interesting. Um, one thing about this series that I absolutely love is people will send me stories that I will, you know, I'll, you know, I'll read them and you know talk to that person, and I forget about the story. So some of these stories, I've kind of went back into the old. uh, Some of these are from TikTok. People have sent me stories on there. Some of these are from Facebook. But if you have a story, I want to make sure that, you know, I plug this. Send me the story, you know, and like I said, we'll talk about it. I'm, you know, pretty easy to reach. Facebook, um, Instagram, TikTok. You can the email, realwarcrypod at gmail.com. I've had people send me audio clips. I've had people just send me, you know. Handwritten, not handwritten, dang, was it 18th century. Y'all just out here sending me letters and I'm reading them via pigeon. (laughs) And I'm just, uh, I'm just living my best life. And all of a sudden I look over and there's this squawking sound at the window and I open the window and there's a pigeon with a note, a letter attached to its feet. And I open the letter and I read the story. I get very scared. Then I write my response, maybe a sentence or two. Asking them the question, ask the the person sending the pigeon another you know a question regarding their story, and I send the pigeon back, and then I hear you know a couple months later I hear back from that person, and that's kind of how how I do things here at the War Cry podcast. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, but yeah, I'm pretty easy to reach. Sometimes i um, I have to apologize. Some people I reply and then I'm I forget to reply or I'll I'll type the message and don't hit don't hit send. I apologize, but I appreciate everyone that has sent stories in. Um, man, a lot of keen stories, man. Have, have people have sent, and you know, one thing I want to say, I appreciate people that are afraid to tell their story because it's kind of you know, people won't believe them, you know. And and I've mentioned this, said this before, but I believe you know, your eyes are stories, and so I just want to make sure that I put that out there. So if you got a story, send it to me. I like said i I like to chop it up, I like to ask questions because I want to make sure I get your story right and all that good stuff. But but this first story comes out of Canada. And one thing about this, this gentleman who he's, uh, continues to send me stories, he's got a bunch of them. He's been around a long time. And this story goes like this. My wife and I were working overnight at a cultural camp down at the powwow ground. It was just me and her basically all night. Uh, we had to keep an eye on things as, you know as the night went on, you know people messing around. But it was about 3 or 4 in the morning, and we're sitting in the vehicle. I remember it was getting real chilly. And my wife at the time, my wife, um, had dozed off. And so I was watching a movie on my phone. And I would occasionally shine the light, the spotlight, um, kind of taking a look around to see if anything was going on. But when the movie was over, I rolled down the window and was just listening to the quietness. And all of a sudden, I started hearing kids playing. The grounds did have a playground, but I decided not to tell my wife until the camp was over. Even though she's experienced a lot of strange things in her life, I still didn't want to scare her. I asked her if there used to be a school or something around here, and she said there wasn't, um, but there were some graves up on the hill above the powwow ground. Man, you know, that's one thing, you know, uh, as I, you know, read and listen, I guess you listen, you know, I think of a, a story that was told to me about uh, the school that was across the street on Foley in Eufaula. There used to be an old school there, and they tore it down. It's it's just a like a little field now, but... It's over there by the tribal town. You follow Canadian tribal town headquarters. But, you know, they, they would, you know, say every now and then they'd be out there, you know, kind of talking or whatever. And all of a sudden you, they hear it sound like children playing out in this abandoned elementary school. But that's all around the place. Powwow grounds, church grounds, you know, all these different, I guess, places where kids can feel safe to be, you know, themselves. You know, you hear those things, you know, you hear those sounds of those kids playing. And that story, you know, is, is a good one because, you know, they're, they're all over the place. People hear those things all the time, uh, you know, around those those areas I mentioned. Next story, um, and this one is kind of, is about little people. And there's a, I have a few stories on this episode about little people, so buckle up. <laughs> buckle up, dang. Um, but my wife told me this story about little people. She said that there was a house being built. And there was piles of sand still around the foundation. She said the little people were playing in the in the sand piles, they laughing and giggling. You know, that's one thing. You know, I mentioned on the last kind of omen episode is that uh, those things are around. You know, those those uh, those entity, those beings are around, and they do. You know, they are in you know everyday life. You know, I've mentioned this multiple times on you know different platforms, but we just never really know. You know, where we're living. You know who's who who was whose home was that before it was our home and you know it's just very you know it's a good story to kind of think about this next story um, is about dog man and this is out of this is also out of Canada I have heard a story about being about a dog man being seen uh, by a cemetery here in Canada this guy that's around uh, that's from around here was walking down the road by the cemetery when he had seen what he described as a big wolf but it was looking kind of like a dog too. It had come out of the ditch onto the road, and he described it as being really, really big with big red eyes. It was on all fours, but then it stood up on two. He said he would never forget uh, those red eyes. You know that reminds me of of the story that this gentleman told about his wife seeing uh, a dog man in an old abandoned house, uh, where the, you know she was playing around with her cousin, and she looked over in the corner, and there was that dog man standing with those red eyes. I think that was on the last. This is creepy, but. You know, something about those red eyes, you know, I, I'm always, I'm always wondering if it's like a, if it's like a, a light thing, like where light hits and it's are red, but you know, that's a great story. Cause you know, that, that's, those red eyes have been seen all over the place. Next story is my late uncle, the one who would feed Bigfoot. And now if you guys are, you know, kind of harking back um, to the previous, this is creepy. This is who he was talking about. is his uncle who used to feed Bigfoot. And, and the story, that story is, um, You know, in the previous, this is creepy. But he had equipment uh, to look for Bigfoot and ghosts and basically everything creepy that lurked in the night. And one night we went out there and he had one of those bionic ears or parabolic dish type things. And I was using it to try to hear anything. We were walking down the road towards the powwow grounds. He said, and you know, how he describes this is, you know, he basically said he could hear little kids talking and whispering. And as he got closer, one of the craziest things he's ever heard, and this is from this gentleman. Is one of them? He heard one of them saying that parabolic mic thing because they're coming. I got, I got, I'm getting goosebumps hearing that. You know, there there used to be a head start that that was haunted out there, and my mom and uncle used to work out out at that, uh, you know, that daycare, that head start. And my mom would say that there would be a little boy playing with the other kids on the playground, and sometimes one of the swings would be moving by itself. You know, there was always spooky things out there, man. You know, that's a uh, that's creepy. Imagine walking down the road and you hear, they're coming, they're coming. That To me, that's, that's very spooky, you know, and, and the kids playing. This is kind of crazy. We were out at Pawnee, uh, Spirit Talkers, when I was running with those guys when we did live events last you know, last spooky season. And not this one, but the year before. And Russell Sun Eagle caught a video of, I believe it was a, like a merry-go-round spinning by itself. Or it might have been a swing, but it's on the, the Spirit Talkers' uh, uh, TikTok. But that thing was going by itself, and it wasn't windy or anything. It was crazy. But that's what that reminds me of uh, when I hear that story, especially about a haunted head start, you know, that the kids are playing, and there would be always one kid out there that, you know, didn't belong or not really there. The kids was all playing with him. You know, that's it's kind of crazy. I don't know if you guys remember the story that I told. About you know my time when I was at Woodall and I, it was on the early uh, I think it was the early years I might I might have forgot to tell that story but I had a buddy who was playing we were all playing kind of hide and go seek or some type of game like that where we had a home base and if everybody gets to the home base the person that's it has to be it again or whatever and my buddy was chasing something some shadow or something I don't know what it is and he said he he said he couldn't quite make it out but it was it looked you know little like a kid and so he was running after it. He couldn't quite catch it, but, you know, when he made it back to the home base, he realized everybody was there, and he was chasing something that wasn't, you know, really there, I guess. But that's a great story, and I appreciate him sharing those those stories. The next story goes, when I was listening to one of the pods, I got reminded of a story I was told by my ex's uncle, and he really had some good stories. Whenever he would visit, he and I would share stories, but he always had a lot more to share. One that he told me really creeped me out. He said him and some of his friends were taking the back roads back after a softball tournament. And I can't really remember exactly where, but he said it was on, basically they are on a road headed east, kind of east of Marble City. And they were having some adult beverages, you know, it's kind of old days. You know, had a long day playing softball. And they're kind of running by a, a little community by Marble City, and I cannot remember the name of it, but they're on their way out there. He said that they passed a cemetery, and not far from it, they seen a woman walking on the road. And he said that the woman was dressed kind of skimpy. And the guy in the front seat told the driver to stop and see if she needed a ride. So the doctor stopped, or the doctor, the driver stopped and was backing up to see where she was. Kind of, you know, get to where she was. And they were joking, laughing around, you know, oh, who's going to take her home? You know, who who's going to get that snag? And when they got to the woman and she, got you know, kind of got to the front passenger window and she leaned down and looked in and the guy in the back seat started screaming telling the driver to go, 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 go. And he said that the guy was just so shook, so the driver took off. When they, went, when they, went, when they got down the road, they started asking, you know, what happened, man? Why, why was you wanting to go? And he said that when the woman leaned down to the window, he saw her face, and she had a skeleton, mummy-type face. He said that, you know, he got real scared, and those guys were kind of like, dang. But this wasn't far from the cemetery. But I can't remember the name of it, but I think it was northeast of Salisol out in Cherokee, Cherokee country. Now that, that story, hearing that gave me goosebumps, you know, because out there, I know that there's been a lot of stories out there about a woman in white or, you know, a woman that, basically a ghost woman. And that reminds me of a story, you know, that I heard back in the day about some kids seeing a woman. Uh, And like I said, that's a very common thing. It kind of reminds me of a story that was told to me by a friend of mine when we were, Young guys, and he said that basically him and his dad were coming back from wherever. And there's a road out in Tahlequah, out you know outside of Tahlequah, and I can't remember if it's called Pumpkin Hollow or it's not Sleepy Hollow, but it's something hollow. And if you're out out there in Tahlequah or outside of Tahlequah, and you remember the name of that road, but they said that they saw a a man with no head out there, and it kind of reminds me of that. But people see that all the time out there. But people also see um, like I said, the woman in white or a woman, you know, kind of not dressed appropriately, especially if it's cold outside, you know, that's kind of another weird thing that if I saw that, I'd be like, nah, I'm good. You want to freeze out there. If you are real, <laughs> if you real, <laughs> I'm not stopping. Kind of reminds me of a story I'm, and I'm, I'm kind of getting off a tangent. Like I said, this is creepy, but you know, I want to keep this kind of in a, in a way to, you know, not more produced, but more just kind of having a conversation or talking but my dad, one time, we were, this is back in the early, late 90s, early 2000s, and I remember being a young guy. And my dad had this white, like it was like a real kind of, uh, real beat be- beater car, man, just tatters. But he was, uh, we were driving uh, by Sequoia, and my dad picked up this guy, Sequoia High School, and my dad picked up this guy and basically gave him a ride, and we were like, and when we dropped the guy off. My dad. I was like, Dad, do you know that guy? He's like, No. Nah. But they would pick people up back in the day. That's just kind of how they how they were. And I may have told that story before, but I always when I think of the woman in white, I think of, think of that story of like, man, why are you picking that person up? This is another uh, kind of little people story story that was told to me. But um, my father in law and my brother in law were fishing. This is probably either the spring or the fall. It was kind of it was cool outside. I can't really remember, but everybody was hanging out, and all of a sudden he hears his boat being started on its own and they rush over there and they don't see anyone on the dock. Later on he told an elder and the elder said it was the little people that live in the area and they always, you know, kind of curious of these new age things and they mess with things like that sometimes. And, you know, we kinda go going back to LP, you know, they do they do mess with things. You know, they do do those things. Kinda, you know, make people kind of spooked out a little bit. This one's kind of more the other side of the story when it comes to LP. I would always hear about the LP on different reserves that was steal kids. My story was, was when I was walking alone in the bush, and this is out of Canada, by the way, and there were little people following me. I swear they are about 12 inches tall, uh, really, really small. But every time I was alone in that bush, I would hear them running beside me. I tried telling my mom, but she didn't believe me. That she was trying to tell me it was a bobcat or something like that. But I know it was the, it was the LP. And, you know, that's one thing that when you get to the more the other side of those LP, they you know, that they've been known to to take kids. You know, that kind of goes back to that old lore with, I believe it is the Irish or the Scots. when they talk about the changelings, you know, taking kids and things like that. You know, that's been around for a long time. You know, it's been with native people. Scots believe or the Scottish believe that. I know the irish believe those things it's kind of you know, european type people believe that highland type people and you know it's kind of a crazy thing you know you, you, i've heard different stories of them making people you know kind of follow a trail and be gone you know I t- on the last episode of my early years middle school years i tell a story about kind of missing time and being let off and getting lost if you haven't heard that story but but yeah they do those things they do you know, it's, they call them the—I don't want to say bad ones, but I guess really they are kind of sinister, kind of you know, more of that nature of those LP. Now, this is a uh, this is a snake story, and this one I find very interesting. This is out of This is out of uh, Canada. Shout out to people in Canada listening to the podcast, sharing their stories with me. Um, I appreciate it. Shout out to Red Scares. Uh, he's out of uh, he's out of uh, out of Canada. You know, all his people come over here and start sharing this. You know, I don't know if that person, this person who told me this story is listened to his podcast, but, you know, I've been getting a lot of people from Canada sharing their, sharing their stories, and so shout out to people out there. Um, but this is at Lake Winnipeg at Patricia Beach. My friends got pulled under the water and almost disappeared into the water. I had to swim out to go get them and almost drowned myself. There was no wind that day, but they were inside a pool that we blew up. Dang, that's real res. If you want to talk about real res, you blew up a pool and... Used it as a raft, man. That, that's res. But shout out to the end for that. I mean, that's a good idea though, low key. But at the beach, uh, but at the beach that day, I saw something in the water, which was, which I thought was a massively long fish. Um, it had a kind of a greenish, muddy, dark hue to it. But it was really scaly, and it had a hump, which bre- which breached the water. You know, I thought it was somebody, you know, doing long breaths and going under the water, and you know, swimming and resurfacing, but it never came back up. And then 30 minutes later, my friends were being taken out by some random current. And my other friend and I had to go out there and get them. They tried to pedal back, but something was pulling them out further. Once we got there, I remember feeling a log or something for a quick second under the pool. uh, You know, basically when we were trying to kick back and swim back to the beach. And my other friend and I didn't go out there to bring my friends back. They probably would have never, probably you know, would have been pulled out to the middle of that lake. And who knows what would have happened to them. And it was such a such a freaky thing that happened to to us. You know, that's, you know, I mentioned that, you know, about different, you know, lakes here, you know, people always trying to find a reason, you know, of why people drown. And, you know, I had somebody on the YouTube comments, you know, saying that, oh, it's the undercurrent, but man, there's something to it when you feel like some, you're being pulled. And for him to feel a log, kind of a real, like, you know, sturdy uh, kind of outline on that raft or that pool raft, pretty interesting you I know, you know I, those snakes are out there they do those things they pull people and you know if you guys haven't heard uh, the interview with rescuers he told us a keen now king king story about you know that the medicine of those snakes and people that use those medicines but thank you for that story that's a very that's a very good story it's kind of real real creepy this next story is a uh it's a bigfoot story this was a long time ago when i was 18 i was driving past garage dump to go cut wood it was in the evening time probably about seven o'clock it was there it was in the fall around october and the entire time that i was out there i felt like i was being watched and i went to start my truck and head back home i told my brother and my oldest brother believes that it was in the same place where he heard a roar and saw you know this big kind of black brownish colored hairy creature it was real foggy and you know he got real scared because of the atmosphere and he headed back to his truck and left and you know, I also had another friend who heard that roar as well in that same area. There have been sightings in our town. Um, you know, our town is very small, but it it has its sightings. You know, that's that's pretty. You know, that's pretty interesting. You know, he didn't really describe the the creature. He just said it was he could just see the the hair, and it was just black and blackish brownish. You know, and it's a really kind of creepy, you know, type of sighting because. You know, we don't know what that was. If you don't know what it was, it could have been, you know, man, Bigfoot. He just saw, you know, a real big hairy creature. He described it as being like eight foot tall, you know. I just couldn't imagine, man. I've never, I've never seen the creature, you know, Bigfoot. I've had my encounter with something that roared at me, but I just can't imagine seeing a creature like that, man. And if you got a story and you've seen it, man, like I said, reach out and share that story. I can, you know, you can remain anonymous, but it's just creepy. Just real creepy. These next two stories, um, I received them via TikTok. And I'm, you know, I, in the, I think it was Omens episode, I talked about doppelgangers. And, you know, seeing, uh, you're basically someone seeing you in a place that, you know, you weren't ever, you never really visited or you never been. And these two stories I find are very creepy because if you're getting mistaken for someone else and people think that you're someone else, to me that's just creepy. That's just the creepiest thing is, that person could be you just acting like you and using your identity and, you know, or your evil twin or whatever it is. But this first story is, um, she didn't really give a lot of information. She just kind of gave, you know, kind of a brief story. And this is not, like I said, not a very long story. Um, but I have lived in a town with my doppelgangers. or She's lived in two towns with her doppel- with two doppelgangers. I literally almost got a shirt that says, my name is not Michelle. And to be honest with you, I believe I have several. Those stories will be for another time. and. One thing that uh, another kind of description thing was basically that, you know, people are mistaking her in different places as this other person. And they're, you know, saying that she, that this is her. It's kind of crazy, especially to have, to, you know, to say that people, you know, you, you know, you might have multiple man crazy. The next story. Um, I have one in my hometown. I have a handyman type of employment and I went to install a satellite for this family. And the guy who lived there, his stepmom swore up and down that I was her steps that I was her stepson. I'm glad that I never met him because I didn't know that it was German folklore and that they believed that it could bring harm to me. You know, in that episode, I mentioned that the Germans believe that if you meet your doppelganger, you know, you're, that leads to your demise. And, you know, another kind of thing, back thing to that story is like she would not like she was like wondering why, you know, he was there. Why her? Why why her stepson is installing this this uh, satellite? And that's just kind of crazy. Yeah, that someone you know, that you're people believe that you're. I just think that's so crazy. People think that you're someone that you're not. And if you haven't heard that doppelganger, it's in omens. Uh, I think it's episode forty three. I can't exactly remember the number, but it's Om- the omen episode. They talk about owls and you know different um, different type of omens that have you know have kind of gone on in history. Um, but this last episode, or this last episode, this last story that uh, that I'm not going to tell, but it's from my uh, from my dad. He tells a story about my grandpa and uh, I think it was a friend of his. But I'm going to play that now.
1: Yeah, this is a story uh, my dad told me. I guess it's probably over 60 years ago. Uh, he's gone now, and uh, him and his cousin were playing. I don't know if it was. The dry creek bread or maybe we just at a creek. It was uh, west of Eufala, and they were having a good old time uh, jumping up and down these tires and stuff, and you know, just doing what kids do. They were probably, I think they were under ten, and you know, everything was fine, and until the tires moved, <laughs> and uh, realized it was one of those big snakes, big horn snakes. I don't know if he actually saw the you know, the head or whatever, the beard, whatever. Uh, but it was one of those big snakes. And I guess uh, time's gone by and he, my dad asked his cousin about it and his, his cousin had no memory of it. It's one of those funny things. Thanks. Yeah, uh, congratulations on your one year.
0: Yeah, that's one thing about those those snakes. Is now, I, I had heard this from a few people that, you can't. You're not. You're not supposed to tell or talk about these snakes if you see them within a certain time period. Now I don't know. I've heard a year. I've heard five years. No one. I mean, I really. No one really knows. I guess maybe if it's a certain time. But if you if you've heard that too, that if you see these these beings and these I guess creatures that you're supposed to wait a certain amount of time. Um, like I said, I've heard a year. I've heard five years. I'm not really sure. You know, if it, there is a certain time, but that's one thing about you know that area and i always talk about follow and that lake you know and you know obviously the illinois river too is that they're out there those snakes are out there and they they're always lurking you know they're always uh you know around and i always have been one to really respect the, the water and taking care of the water and that's just something i always think about think about those those horn snakes um eventually i'll do a I'm going to do a Q&A episode talking about the different questions I get. I've been on different shows, and I've been uh, basically kind of talking about different things, and people ask me, like, well, what about this? What is this? Or what is that? And eventually I'll get to a Q&A. That might be something I do in 2024, maybe like a short little 10-minute episode, maybe like once a week or once every other week or something like that about um, maybe by doing a YouTube exclusive, maybe go live for like 10 minutes explaining and just kind of the question. and. Explaining kind of what I've heard and experienced about certain things, but like I said, if you've heard something like that where where there's a time limit on when you're supposed to talk about these things, um, let me know. Uh, and uh, like I said, that's an old story. That's a sixty-year-old story, um, and I, I miss my grandpa. I miss him. I think about him a lot, uh, just for the simple fact that you know I'm being a, a young guy and him telling these stories, and he has. I may have to ask my dad for this, and I may have to get permission uh, from some from some people. Uh, he has books; I mean, piles and piles of books about stories from McIntosh County and Cherokee County. He has these stories that people told him, and he wrote down so he would remember them. And I was I want to I want to do like a you know I want to share those stories because those are very important stories. Because there's just certain times that things I can't remember, or you know, or like something will remind me of what he'd said about this or what someone told him about these, you know, a certain entity or being. And, but if you have some of that information, please, you know, please share it with me. You know, I, I won't, you know, if you, if you want to keep it on the low, just let me know. I won't share it, but I just, I'm very, I'm very curious about these things and, and, you know, passing it on to my, my kids and people that I ask because you know, these, these native American beings that have been around for thousands of years, they're affecting non-natives now non non-natives are moving into these old lands and I've had people ask me about LP and what, I, what, the, what do they need to do to get rid of it? And it's like, you, you can't sometimes that's their home. They've been there a lot longer than you have. And I have to explain that to people cause people just want to go out guns ablazing or, you know, doing different things. But like I said, that'll be something that we'll do that I'll do later on. Um, you know, when it comes to those questions and, and those different types of things, but this is creepy. Part five, um, was another, Another banger. I appreciate everyone that has shared those stories and, and I try to keep them as close as I hum- humanly possibly can to, you know, exactly how you said it. And that's kind of what the goal is. And if you want to come on the show or on the you know on the podcast and share stories or just talk, um, please shoot me a message on Facebook or email me at realwarcrypod at gmail.com. Uh, 2024, I'm going to be doing a lot more guests. I'm going to be bringing back some people too as well. Um, I had somebody tell me that they wanted to hear the rest of that Red Scares uh, Dono story about seeing that tall man uh, being. And I know Dono's kind of working on his thing, but, you know, I'll I'll definitely have him back talking about uh, his story. Um, But like I said, um, I appreciate everyone that has supported the podcast. And I appreciate everyone that, you know, shares what they think about the podcast, especially in 2023. It's been, you know, over a year of the podcast now a year and one month I think is what it is or one month and a half whatever it is and you know I can't say enough um how how this year has been a really it's been a really tough one uh, I'll say I'll be honest uh with certain things that you know my personal life and just really in general um but the podcast has kept me going kept me strong now but it hasn't been it hasn't been too terrible of a year I just you know with 2023 I learned a lot you know just who I am and who I'm trying to be or continue to be. I'm not trying to be fake or anything, but I just want to, I want to be a better every day and try to do things right and not be a knucklehead because I'm, I'm a knucklehead. I, I, it's just what it is. And or I'm a reformed knucklehead, I guess. Um, but, but like I said, 2024 and this dropping new year's day, um, technically I guess this would be the first episode of 2024. Um, but I wanted to wish everyone a, a happy new year. And what I said, on the live stream don't be those people i'm trying to get my workout in i'm trying to trying to uh, not be so fat all the time and i've been trying i've been working out the last couple months but if you're going to the gym and you're clogging the gym up with your new year's resolution and trying to slim down you're killing me smalls you're absolutely killing me because i'm trying to get my workout in I'm trying to get trying to get fit you know trying to not be so fat i don't want you to be fat either but what i need you to do is go to the Redbubble account, the merch store, buy yourself if right now you're like an XL or like a large, buy yourself a three X. Go do that. Cause if you wear bigger clothes, people can't tell that you're that, that you you know, you're you're not where you want to be in terms of your fitness. You know, be like me. I wear you know, I wear a size too big, trying to be looking like I'm losing weight, you know? No, nah, I'm just messing with y'all. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I'm just ready for the people that that make the New Year's resolution and they buy the year membership. Don't. This is this is my advice too. When you're when you're getting a gym membership, get the month to month. You're paying more upfront, but you're not getting hassled with the annual fees and all that stuff. Depending on the gym you go, gym I go to, I go month to month. Y'all not gonna play me like that. I've already had to cancel two one year memberships to do different gyms. Not doing that again. Month to month is where to go. I know you're paying more up front, but hey, you can cancel whatever, and not they're not going to keep hitting your your credit card bill and all that good stuff, or your, your debit card bill, your bank account, whatever it is. And you know, that's just my advice, but hey, it is what it is, I guess. But with that being said, happy New Year's! I hope everyone is safe, comfortable, and continue continuing to be better. Um, you know, every year we get a year older, we lose you know people, you know, family members, friends, classmates um but you know and it's also a time to reflect on you know those that we have lost but at the same time you know we always want to move forward and i appreciate everyone that continues to support the podcast like share subscribe tell your mama tell you your daddy tell your grandparents and then share your stories and like i said if you support the podcast and i appreciate it happy new year and i'll catch you on the next